Welcome to episode three of Just Flow. I'm Allie. I'm Esther. And once again, our mission is about self-love and self-evolution. And, and we're ready to share with you our special guest for episode three. Yes. <laughs> so, so are we ready, Allison? I am so ready <laughs> for this wonderful guest. <laughs> So, in a count of three, three, two, one. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank hey. you for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you for being here. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, for our listeners and viewers out there, we have today Ellen. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, SJ, do you want to speak to how we um, are connected to Ellen? Yes, so we have a mutual friend, and I believe you're related to her. Um, shout out to Diane. Um, we heart you. And um, on one night, Diane <laughs> offered for me to like let me stay at her amazing place, and you like came by, and then we had like a lovely conversation, and I shared with you um, just flow our idea and things like that. And I was like. You'd be a great person for us to speak with or bring on to Just Flow. We so. had a really good conversation. Yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. that. Yeah. So we had a yeah. really good conversation, and then <laughs> Sunju offered yeah. um, for me to come on the show, and I was so honored to be um, asked to be a part of this. So thank yeah. you for having me. Of course. Yeah, no, we're really excited to have you on here. Um, once again, this is our you're our second guest, so yeah. Um, once again, you're you're gonna be one of the category of our test dummy, even though you're yeah. not. Yeah, she's she's you actually can call me whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Happy to be a test. <laughs> <laughs> to begin, um, now that we know, like, how did you even get on the show? Um, we wanted to learn more about yourself and, like, you know, your background. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. just give us a little elevator pitch on who you are. Okay. Um, so I'm. Um, so I am from California. Um, originally, currently, I work in the city um, for an art-related business, which is what I studied in school, uh, and I have, I think. A really great life right now. I think that, um, you know, my work-life balance, while it's been difficult sometimes, uh, is looking up. And I also have a really fantastic support system. That's Some awesome. really good friends. Um, and you know, in general, things are looking up. <laughs> um, but it was definitely a lifelong crazy road to get there which mm -hmm. is I think why we connected yeah we connected and yeah. why I'm here is because um there's a lot of topics or like a lot of things I've gone through in my life that are very relevant to like your podcast journey yeah um so yeah ask away I'm an open book um <laughs> you other, love open books yeah, yeah I you mean, like to be noisy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I you know I just in general more about me is like I love um, uh, my apartment. Is yeah. my favorite thing in my life right now. Are you a homebody? No, that's I'm important. Yeah. Um, 
same here. My cat, which is actually my roommate's cat, mm-hmm. um, and I love, you know, hanging out with my friends and my family. Yeah. Oh, well, All I mean. All the good basics, you know. If your life is a reflection of how you look, I know it's going amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really, I'm really happy to, um, to be talking to you today. Yeah. Um, for me, this is my first day meeting Ellen in person. So, um, just as you guys are getting to know Ellen, so am I. And we're already <laughs> so special. Yeah. Yeah. And we've already clicked. Yeah. So, um, would you like to introduce the next segment of our show? Yes. So our next segment is Meme to Flow. Um, so if you have any like funny memes or posts or things to share with um, our community, this is <laughs> the time. So, yeah. And once yeah. again, it doesn't even have to be funny. If anything yeah. that like has been on your mind, yeah, um, go away with it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so we're ready to share our memes. Yes. Um, who wants to go first? I will, I will go first. Okay, awesome. Big guess of the hour. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm no meme connoisseur, but um, <laughs> I know just a second ago I was talking about how much I love my life and, you know, all these things, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like everyone else, um, it's been up and down, and I think mental health. Um, like depression memes are my favorite because we can all relate. <laughs> it's relatable. Um, I can't. It's like yeah. no, I, but like you know, I act like I'm joking. I'm not. Um, so okay, so this this is like um, a good one because it reflects kind of like the last month of my life. Um, so it's this um, boy in his room texting what I assume is the girl he likes, and he's like, "Hey, are you doing all right? How's your mental health?" And the image of the girl is like. <laughs> her her hand over her face and she has this depression bedroom with the the piles of the clothes yeah. and the water bottles and mm. you know I've been there so many times in my life it's yes, almost we've all been there it's, it's just like a routine I think everyone goes through it yes. but specifically the reason I chose this was like the piles of clothes like <laughs> It's it's kind of become like this constant cycle of my life where mm. I really feel so at peace when I have my clothes folded and put away, and to me that's a sign mm. that I have it together. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what we're trying. So when I when I don't do that, which yeah. has been the case sometimes when things get really busy or crazy, mm. and I've, you know when I've been going through a lot, um, I feel this way mm. like this girl. So I have a um, question for Allison. Yeah. Like, is it laundry for you where it gives you, like, a sign it's, of... So for you, it's laundry. What is it for you? It's, yeah. Um, I mean, growing up, I used to... I never... You know those people? Like, my sister. She's someone that could clean to make herself feel better. <laughs> like, if she's in a bad mood, she cleans. Me, I'm not doing that. But I know I'm maturing and growing up when a clean space really just elevates yes. my mood. So that's why when yeah. you share with us all this, I'm yeah. like, I can relate. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. when things are in disarray, it is a reflection mm-hmm. and all. We've all been there. Yeah. Especially with daylight savings and it being nighttime at three thirty PM now. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> trying to think for me like what you know what I think for me it is? Mm-hmm. I think it's when I don't have any food in the fridge. Oh, or you really? just have like, yeah. yeah, 
Really? Or like I have like rotten vegetable or something. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm going through something. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I heart food. I feel like as like, I don't know. Oh, I see you what know? you mean. What you're asking. Yeah. Okay. Like what is a sign for you? So oh. she mentioned laundry. For me, it's like no food in the fridge. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, no. Then my sign, I wish it was just laundry because I get real messy. Like, <laughs> like when yeah. I start seeing, when things start to look crusty and dust, well, not crusty, <laughs> never gets to that point. Yeah. But when things are getting <laughs> dusty and unorganized yeah. and I'm, and I have no motivation to do anything about it, that's when it's like, okay, well, we need to do a check-in. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out what's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Anytime. That's really relatable for all yeah. 20. It only gotta be 20 somethings. Like, for it's, most it's not people. age restriction. It's like, any I think age. it just is like a part of life. Yeah. It's like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wait, babe. Yeah. And I was going to say, side note, we're not laughing because we're like, oh, like, you know, but I think we're laughing because we can relate. You yeah. Know? Like, it's so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Um, Essie, would you like to share your? Yeah. Post? So um, mine is, it says own lane, own race, own pace. So I wanted to share that. It's nothing like funny or anything, mm-hmm. but I feel like. I don't know. I still sometimes like like affirmations where you can take your own time and you have your own thing you want to work on. Mm-hmm. And I was literally talking about this with my friend, but I'm at this time in my life where I'm like, I don't care what yeah. people say. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? As like, you, should. you can say this, all these things about me. You can say all that about me. You can be like, you used to. You, I'm like, I don't care. You know? <laughs> you just yeah. focus on whatever you want to do. And like, what's going to move you forward. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I like affirmations like this to like remind myself, like, you're uniquely you. That's a, for me, that's another sign that you're maturing because, you know, um, especially in those teenage years, it's like you value other people's yes. like, input and advice on your life or like mm-hmm. how they perceive you. So when you, when you start getting to this point in life, you're just like, I'm in, there's no comparison with, you know, I'm my own competition. That's just. Yeah. You know. And I feel like also, and this could be something we speak about like later on, yeah. but I feel like. We have a commonality mm. because we were grateful to kind of go through life where we didn't have a traditional path, quote yeah. unquote. Not that there's like yeah. a normal path, mm-hmm. but I feel like especially when you're curious about different paths out there, mm-hmm. there's sometimes complexities because it's not a 101 book that you can read. Like, yeah exclamation point 101 you know yeah and i feel like even if you enter like a very like traditional field sometimes mm-hmm. you're surprised to find out it's not really what you thought mm-hmm. you know and so i feel like to be normal mm-hmm. is harder than just being you and so i like to just you know remind myself mm-hmm. to just be you like yeah uniquely you yeah <laughs> that's gonna take you very far yeah. like yeah. Being yeah. authentically yourself. Yeah. I think it's going to be a, a theme later on in this episode. Too. Yeah. So that's like a definitely. super relevant. Like, we'll save this for a continued discussion. It's a, 
We're going to yeah. table that. <laughs> but um, so last but not least, Allie, yes. what is yours? Okay, mine is, um, I don't know what genre of meme this would be considered. <laughs> it's just words that doesn't really correlate to the picture. But my meme is, I do not need a reality check. I wish to live in delusion. Yes. Because literally, I feel like choosing to live in a delusion in your delusional era is going to get you far. Because when you look at successful people, to a degree, you have to be delusional to think you're going to be successful. Yes. Don't you agree? Exactly. It's yeah. kind of like you have to manifest what you want for yourself yeah. before you see it in this simulation. Yeah. And like, what we were talking about earlier with Rihanna, how... She's a, she came from a small town in Barbados, how she ended the 2010s being bankrupt to now being a billionaire where, um, to a degree, she had to be delusional to believe that she could get this far in life. So I choose to be delusion and I, um, identify with that, um, characteristic. No, I do too. Because I just, you know, I don't need a reality check. You don't have to tell me. Because I'm this right now, I can't be this later on. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's, yeah, you know, what I like. That's one thing that I really like took away mm -hmm. from people who were always told you couldn't do anything. Yeah. Or told like you couldn't mm -hmm. do certain things. Mm -hmm. Like whether it be an immigrant mother or yeah. like someone in, you know, someone kind of in certain situations. Mm -hmm. It's like they had to believe in their mission mm -hmm. even before anyone kind of believed in them first. Exactly. And that just reminded me, I remember, because I'm from a, oh, it used to be a small town. It's not a small town anymore. I'm from Snellville, Georgia. For anybody who knows Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I remember, I came to New York for university and I just remember there was so many people that you, that were telling me, oh, that's such a bad choice. You're going to end up right back here. And all these other things. And I just remember that just put so much doubt in me. Yeah. Like, they made me feel crazy for wanting to come to New York and go so far away from my family and um, take this big step. And I'm just like, thinking, if I didn't, if I listened to those people... These haters. I mean, they were yeah. haters, right? Yeah. <laughs> or like I would someone not. that were like very focused on what you want to do. Sorry. Like people that were just focused, so yeah, fixated. Yeah, yeah. Like on my business. Like yeah. if I want to yeah. go to this college, I can yeah. and I will. Yeah. Especially with my shout out to my family for always being that support and anything that I wanted to pursue. If I listen to these outside voices, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have never met you guys. Yeah. I would have never worked where I work, lived in this area that I always wanted to live in. Yeah. And yeah, delusion has taken me far enough. <laughs> and I really recommend it to I any, everybody. Yeah. I've heard that's like a very common dynamic with like, if you come from like a small town or a certain, <clears throat> maybe like a really close knit culture or something, mm. where if you want to go out and do something that's sort of a little outside of, you know, tradition or yeah. kind of what is seen as comfortable. Yeah. Um, people, you know, might see you as delusional mm -hmm. or just be um, probably like subconsciously just either jealous or disapproving that like you're going out yeah. and doing something that's like really not even in the reality for other people. Yes. And, you know, it's like 
it's almost like you almost feel bad for everybody in that situation because it's <laughs> yes. like if you want to kind of stay in a smaller town or or you know be a certain way like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that exactly. but then at the same time there's also absolutely nothing wrong with like, <laughs> you like leaning into it's your another delusion. Reminder. Let's see so again. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, why yeah. not? Like, if you're if you are delusional, like, who are you? Hurting? Exactly. And yeah. this is my life. Like, yeah. 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 So. Also, sometimes we all need a safe space in your mind. Yes. Like, create your own universe. I support that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And um, I forgot to mention in that meme, it was just a picture of a crazy raccoon. <laughs> I raccoon has <laughs> yeah i don't know he's what he's like <laughs> he's chilling yeah. Yeah. i'm telling you delusion is happiness yeah. um yeah so for the people who are watching our youtube once again follow us subscribe um and sign up for notifications so you can see how these memes look like visually thank you guys so awesome. much for sharing <laughs> now we're gonna move into kind of like you know our mission that we share with you which is um appreciating our self-love and self-evolution um and so before we begin with like our conversation or continue on with our wonderful deep dive (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, we want to ask you um ellen what does self-love and self-evolution mean for you great question (laughs) um okay so i think overall i have really seen self-love and self-evolution as just as the word evolution implies like a long-term journey Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that getting caught up in feeling like you need to figure yourself out right now uh, or that you're behind is a very classic kind of like mid-twenties crisis yeah it's age-old age-old tragedy yeah and so like (laughs) as someone who's like in that time of my life I'm like I see that I'm like quarter life crisis I totally get it like you feel Mm, like you're here when you want to be here etc and so I think that if I'm like if I'm really gonna adopt a healthy mindset about that like I want to think about when I'm like 40 or 50 or 60 etc and be like well what is going to matter to me long term and yeah like what like obviously everyone has problems like right now um but I'm like what what needs to be fixed right now and what is something that I can kind of take my time to quote fix the right way Yes. or the way that works for me yeah without yeah. putting too much pressure on yourself yeah because yeah. I I I'm the kind of person where I don't want to put any more pressure on myself than yeah. I already have I've done that already um, and tell like, me about it no like <laughs> growing up like where I grew up and like the way I grew up I was like I ha- I've done that for like three lifetimes. So I like it's yeah. I'm like honestly Were you an overachiever growing up? No. Oh, okay. Which okay. is crazy. Okay. Mm. I was not I was I was like always failing classes. Okay. I was like I was the kind of kid that like all my teachers liked me because they knew I was smart, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have the discipline to mm. be like a functioning student because I was going through so much yeah. at home and like mentally. 
So what ended up happening is like I would always kind of just skate by mm. and like really, I, you know, I just really like wasn't, I wasn't even an achiever. I just kind of just like, like detached. You were just there. Yeah, I kind of just like yeah. floated the best I can Ooh, with like the support. I, like I, I like I really, um, I was preoccupied. You know. So that's why now you're just like I'm focusing on me. What makes I tell me happy? This, exactly. Yeah. What I tell people about me is I don't compete. Yeah. Which is just so like I know that doesn't like I think some people need to do that like they yeah. like they're compelled to. You want to have certain goals mm-hmm. and you want to, yeah. like, um, achieve things mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, go at a pace where you can, you know, be really proud of yourself because, like, maybe you did something the best. Yeah. Like, the best way. And I mm-hmm. love that for them. And <laughs> so you have your That's way. not your I have, I have just a totally <laughs> different way of looking at it. Where, yeah. honestly, <laughs> where your like, ministry. <laughs> you know, totally. I just, yeah. like, I, I, I'm, I can't. I yeah. burned myself out in so many different ways when I was so young mm-hmm. that, like, right now, I'm, like, I'm just grabbing at bits of pieces of happiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, this is mine. Yes. No one can take it away from exactly. me. Exactly. And I'm not going to try to, like, um, you know, I just can't, like, make myself suffer for anything anymore. Mm. Like, which, your two steps forward is just as valuable to you as someone's ten step forward, in a way. You know what I'm totally. saying? Totally. Yeah. That's You're a great way to put it. it. Yeah. I just... You know, and my kind of philosophy is mm. definitely not for everyone. It's, like, not, no. you know. But I mm. cannot, like, I don't know. Like, I can't push myself more mm. than what I feel, you know, is reasonable for the circumstances mm-hmm. because the things that I value mm-hmm. the most, uh, which is, like, you know, love and friendship with friends and family and you know, etc. Like and pure love and friendship. I yeah. already have that mm. in like large quantities. That's Aww, like that's, that's my so that's my success. Like I and I brag about it. I'm yeah. like I have the best friends. I have like real real friends. <laughs> no, that, that is, like, is something to be proud of. I know not everyone has that. So no, like for definitely. Me, that's like I like I could care honestly. I and I wish to have a really long fulfilling career, and mm. I want to you know, eventually, like, move up the ladder mm-hmm. and, like, do great things. But worst-case scenario, if yeah. that never happens for me, mm-hmm. I, like, I honestly think I might be okay. You will be all right. I think I will be all right. That is so crazy because, you guys, like, I feel like it goes back to our meme where it's, like, I'm okay with being my delusional self. I'm okay with having my own lane. Yeah. Because <laughs> the biggest thing I realized yeah. is... My older friend said this. Uh-huh. She was like, there is no concept of time. Yeah. There is no concept of time. It's so what are so you, like, crazy. adding pressure to? Well, we could also just, like, not to be that person, but, like, yeah. we could all die tomorrow. Do you know what Literally. I mean? Literally. Yeah. like... That is true. You get hit by a bus and, and not even see it coming. Yeah. Right. And then it's, like, also, it's, like, we're all part of a collective. So what is there to be scared about or be pressured about? And I really do think everyone has their own ways of obtaining their wants and needs or their own way of moving around their life journey. But maybe we all kind of like flow well because (laughs) we have that kind of commonality. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, and you know what, for me, that's like the highest form of self-love. Yeah. Of like accepting that this is what truly 
you know, keeps me moving forward and keeps me sane and grounded. And, and that, and this thing that keeps me moving forward isn't reliant on comparison or, um, being a part of this rat race. But at the same time, I like how you acknowledge that, you know, for some people that is how they keep moving forward. Which makes so much sense. I think especially in sort of like, um, you know, first, second, third generation immigrant stories. I think that's a really Mm -hmm. like complicated issue. It is. Because being successful means more than just like, oh, you like landed a great job. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, these, you know, people who are probably around our age, like peers, um, kind of carry this weight mm-hmm. yes. of, you know, needing to, um, you know, live their life in a way that, like, their parents sacrificed a lot for. Yeah. And There's so, that kind of, like, exactly. it's unspoken a weight it's, it's on... It's a lot. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so you, you... So I completely understand that because I guess, you know, my story is kind of similar. Like, you know, my parents are both immigrants, too, and so I, you know, was constantly, like, disappointing them even yeah. before, you know, I was, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, it just started so early on where I realized that I was, like, I'm not cut out for the pressure. this kind of situation because yeah. I went to a very, like, academically rigorous yeah. school, et cetera, and mm. it just it sucked. It was, like, my um, parents mm. and I have, like, been through so much together, mm. and but... I think through all of that, they, like, see how I live my life now. And, like, thank God they're so supportive now. Yes. Because they're, like, oh, your, like, biggest value is that, like, you love other people and they love and support you. Yeah. In a way where they can literally see it. Yeah. And so some of that, you know, kind of pressure is off now because they're just happy that I'm happy. Aww, but not, so you know, not, It takes time. Not yeah. everyone has parents like that. And yeah. that breaks my heart because yeah. it's like, God, like, it's just so... Comp- Everyone's story is different. And but I feel I'm like, very lucky yeah. to, like, have the family that I have. No, yeah. I also feel like, speaking of that immigrant, like, weight, I don't know if you guys have this feeling, but growing up for me, like, that American dream... Mm-hmm was a dream like i don't know how to describe <laughs> it but it's like there was that kind of like distance it was, it was delusional where it's like it was that delusion. you know what i mean it's like when yes. people speak about like going to this for the holidays or like parents that are like this you know like yeah. it's like oh that must be like what i watch on tv you know what i mean right you know yeah. you your yeah. parents come here and i'm an immigrant as well yeah your parents your parents come here because America and media is 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 portrayed exactly in this certain way with the white picket fence, yeah, with the immediate success, yeah, yeah. you know, stability, and yeah. you know, as we all have experienced, that's not that's not it. <laughs> that's yeah, not the reality. <laughs> stability is a yeah. is a luxury that a lot of mm. people can't get. Um, and, you know, once again, it's very much a blessing that we've come yeah. to realization and that we've grown from those times. Um, that actually makes me, leads me to my next question for Ellen. Mm-hmm. So with this background and everything that you've mentioned, once again, thank you for sharing. Um, how has, with, with that stigma with immigrant parents, and, you know, especially, like I said in prior episodes, there's a... Um, 
push for you to go in these careers, um, mm-hmm. doctor, lawyer, engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you discover that your, your love of art? Yeah. And like get great, into that field. Great question. Yeah. Uh, I have a potentially disappointing answer. <laughs> um, Never there is disappointing. No disappointment. But it actually like is a great segue into talking about mm-hmm. um, something that I referenced before, which is my like academic yeah. uh, journey. So I um, had no idea what I wanted to do. Okay. Uh, That's a lot of what I wanted to study, anything. Like I said, mm-hmm. I kind of skated through school poorly Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. didn't really have an affinity for anything in particular I was kind of like just focused on not totally flunking yeah (laughs) um and so you know me and my parents already knew I wasn't gonna be a doctor or a lawyer Mm -hmm. you know um it just wasn't in the cards and so you know that was kind of fine with me um, and I also just in general didn't even know if I wanted to go to college, yeah, which was a really interesting. How was that conversation like? It was yeah. bad. It was it, bad. I'm yeah. sure. It, like, so I'm I'm sure it was heavy. Maybe mm-hmm. another layer into Allison's question is uh-huh. just like, when I hear your story, uh-huh. it sounds so courageous to me oh because God. when I was around those times, I think back then, it was hard for me to stand up for myself or stand up for my life path or Mm -hmm. what I wish to do. That I, you know, back then I was like, okay, everyone's going to college. This is, in my neighborhood, that is a thing. Mm -hmm. I should do this. So, like, was there anything that happened in your life, like, adding on to Allison's question that, you know, kept the voice inside you to be like, even though the neighborhood around me or the environment around me is like this is a trajectory like yeah no i I, my my whole kind of story around that i think answers like both questions Mm. so uh or like all parts of it yeah Yeah. so (laughs) basically it was such a difficult journey to even convince myself to go to college um Mm. i tried going to college straight out of high school to this like you know very expensive east coast liberal arts it was the only uh, one that i applied to because i knew i would get it because mm. the acceptance rate was really high and my grades were very so so and it was mm-hmm. just it was basically like a sixteen thousand dollar mistake oh, that my parents paid for um <laughs> and, no and yeah. i you know i came home and i it was happens. like i was like i'm not having a good time my mental health was at an all-time low which is saying a lot because yeah. i was already kind of you know Going had my things. stuff um and uh and things were very tense and it was not a good situation for everybody involved and I kind of just like moved back home and I had this period of like you know I was working in a restaurant I was in my hometown living with my parents obviously Mm -hmm. and one of my best friend's moms who was always kind of a like a guiding like light in my life um you know kind of was always on my side because I think she saw a lot of herself in me, even mm. though we're, um, you know, we're different in a lot of ways. But yeah. she sat me down and she was like, have you ever thought about uh, going to community college? And um, and I was like, oh, maybe. I don't know. And she was like, honestly, I think you should just give it a try. You don't even have to go to the local one. She was like, I'll help you out with like train tickets if you would rather go to the one that in San so Francisco sweet. in the city. That's really blessing. No, it was because we just kind of understood. Like she just gets me in a lot of ways. So mm. she just knew. All right. Anyway, 
There's always moments like that where you have, you know? It's a divine intervention. No, it it was so much of my life has been that way. Mm -hmm. And so, and and it, you know, keep in mind, like, I basically, like, flunked out of this college in the East Coast. I, like, came back home. I... Like, I was already feeling behind. Like, I was feeling that pressure, and I was like, all my friends are at these, like, really amazing universities, and, like, why can't, like, what's wrong with me that I can't just, like, go to school and do it? Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I tried it out. Mm -hmm. I went to community college in San Francisco, and I randomly, just to, like, try things out, took a little, like, kind of just a general assortment of classes and it was mm. just a low pressure situation in general because um frankly I had already failed so badly before that I was like well really I can only go up from here yeah <laughs> this is really rock bottom and <laughs> then uh it happened to be that art history was like the one class that I just it clicked for you I just like got straight A's mm-hmm. and I just didn't even know how it happened yeah. and I was like oh okay and art history is not easy it's not easy <laughs> it's all the memorization yeah. of the paintings it's, it's not for me not, it's definitely more involved than I think people uh, yeah. think of it's a lot it is uh, to this day I think I've been with art history for like so long that Aww. I oh that's beautiful I tell yeah. people it's like it's like the even if it's not, I was doing really well in art history classes for some reason. I had no idea why. Um, and I ran with it. I was like, this is the first time I've ever felt genuinely good at a subject in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And that's quite literally why I I ed- eventually ended up transferring to this really great large public university in California. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one that had a really fantastic art history program. Again, did I do like amazing there? Mm-hmm. It's hard to say because I think mm-hmm. I really was doing the best I could, but um, and somehow graduated, you know, amongst <laughs> hey, see COVID the degrees. And, and yes. Exactly, that was my that was my mantra. Yeah. Um, but then once I f- it so basically it, it took me a full six years to get my bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. and, you know, keep in mind, this is after, a, uh, you know, almost time wasted mm-hmm. uh, before then. It's so not time wasted, though. It's it wasn't time wasted. Now I don't think it was. Yeah. I think at the time it was, you know, the, the school thing was just such a big presence in my life, my mm. whole life. Yeah. And I was like, it's the one thing I, ca- I can't seem to do I mean, there's, right. there's a lot that went to school, right? There's the mm. social aspect of, yeah. of school. There's the standardization of school as well. I was just going to say. It doesn't, like, the traditional American school system, at, for what we all grew up on, <laughs> it um, basically puts you on this, like, track right with everybody else it doesn't really acknowledge that everyone has their own individual ways learning. of learning exactly. so you know yeah. that's why i'm saying that a lot of other people will, couldn't really identify with what you're saying mm. i believe that too. because you grew up thinking oh there's something wrong with me and you enter adulthood and no like, the more people you meet the yeah. more you realize mm-hmm. that like the most kind of maybe straight laced or like typical yeah. people like everyone has a story Exactly, like, even for me, in the field that I work in, like, I'm still kind of sort of in the entry-level position, but at the same time, there's people in my position who are in their 40s with kids. There's people who are executives in their 20s. 
Like, there's no one, like, track And you don't know what's going on with those people's journeys. Exactly. Like, if they love themselves, if they don't, if they feel fulfilled, you know. Exactly. Um, I just really felt so like the moment I took my last class and I knew I had passed it and I knew I'd like actually gotten a real degree Mm -hmm. I I like I think I cried I was like I was like it's over I was like (laughs) it's over I was like I did it and it just and like honestly like it was just some it was the the thing that I just had to check off just to like prove to myself to my like my younger self that That you could do that I could do it and I did it because I had the support of just yes. so many amazing people yes. uh including um this um friend's mom who's i mean yeah. one of my best friends too Aww. uh that i mentioned and Aww. yeah just a lot of things kind of went into play and like every single year life was hard for a different reason i think we mm-hmm. can all relate mm-hmm. yes um but to like have that degree meant a lot to me and mm-hmm. then um uh, I would have survived without it, but mm-hmm. like I, I once I mm-hmm. got to got that point, the, I you know like you need to I had to finish it. Time. I had to finish yeah, something momentum. just to like prove that I yes. could do it. Okay, yeah. And then it all just life just happened from there. I stayed at home after mm-hmm. uh, graduating, um, and I like I stayed in my hometown just to, like I work was working at a restaurant full time, mm-hmm. and I just like basically saved up so that I could mm-hmm. um, move here. Mm-hmm. Um, to New York and started job hunting and I just I'm also currently still in an entry-level position Mm -hmm. um but like I said like I already I already came here and moved with like knowing that there are people here who I love and I support and vice versa and I have such a great support system and I have um like truly like the most loving friends yeah and so I was like yep I mean, the the work stuff will go where it needs to go. Exactly. Um, There's so many. Jobs I will continue out there. to stay employed no matter yeah. what. I've had a job since yeah. I was 16 years old. It's not. That's never gonna change. <laughs> uh, at least one, if not two. And so, <laughs> it's like, yeah, my life right now. Like, I'm still. I think, I have like my close high school friends. A lot of them graduated from really like prestigious universities, and they've been wor- in the workforce for a long mm. time. Um, you know, they're probably, you know, making a salary I might not even see for mm-hmm. the next 10 years, mm-hmm. etc. And that's totally fine. And that's totally well, fine. Well, it's, I'm, like, I mean, when we go out, it's, like, these are my <laughs> friends. Okay, thank you so much, Ellen, for sharing. And I'm going to take a sneak peek on your life journey so far. It's definitely a tale. Anytime. There's <laughs> more where it came from. I'm such sure. an inspiration. Yeah, and it's Thanks. once again is relatable. Yeah, like, you just had a good. You you had a very human experience. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, like um, we went all went through it. Mm-hmm. We can all relate. Yeah. You know? So hopefully, someone out there this inspires them. Um. So yeah. So now we're gonna transition to <laughs> our first game. Yay. Of the day for people who've been tuning in, you already know what's coming up. It's the self care trooper there. Um, we'll add the details of this game to the description box if link you want to. Sorry, link in bio. Yeah, link, link in bio. Link, link will be in bio. So, um, anyways, with that being said, um, Ellen, please draw a stick. Ooh, okay. And um, I guess she could pick a side or yeah. 
Okay. And then, I get to read both and then choose. Yeah, choose which one. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I feel like with the dare, you could do whenever you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so everyone ready? Okay, Ellen? Okay, so immediately from what I am reading from the stick, I'm yes. going to choose truth. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And truth, the question is, what areas of your life would you like to pay attention to? Oh, that's a good this question. Week. Yes. Oh, this week. Okay. Yes. They put okay. a deadline on. It. <laughs> yeah, I say right like, now. They're like, don't forget work on it. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to think for just one second. Okay. This time of year, uh, there is a lot of kind of wintertime holiday season. Mm yada yada stuff going on <laughs> you know me and my cousin are getting a tree soon okay that's so true um, a lot is going to be happening yeah, yeah. a lot of festivities uh, yeah there's like i have a little holiday break at work coming up um so basically this week is the perfect week to prepare also my um sibling who's in college is staying with me for her winter break um so basically this week yeah i it's It's the greatest joy of my life my siblings are like not to go on too much of a tangent but Mm -hmm. like when i say i have a great you know support system and i love my friends like my siblings are Mm -hmm. like sometimes i just feel like my reason for living like i love them so much that is so sweet i like i sometimes i i talk about how much i love them and i i can't even express it and then i just get emotional for no reason um but it's because i love them so much and i feel like i like no words can describe no words can describe describe the extent in which you love them and i yeah i just like i'll i'll tell anyone i'll talk about it all day (laughs) um they are so so like special and talented and beautiful and like so funny and mm. so smart and the amount of kind of joy they bring to my life is like I just feel so lucky because I'm like mm. wow the fact that I get to like have these people just like in my life regularly and they're they just like they have my number and they text me and like, yeah, yeah, they're just like they're the best okay it makes me feel fuzzy just listening to it yeah <laughs> I just, that was sweet. it's 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 hard to describe like fully mm. yeah. okay so basically this week I'm trying to pay attention to my physical space around me Mm. um and my kind of ability to um host okay uh people and um that's a real thing yeah you know kind of uh not that it's not already but Mm. i want to pay attention to this week the space around me, my space, my apartment, mm-hmm. how it looks and feels and how the energy is. And I want to make mm-hmm. sure that I am, like, really opening my home this mm-hmm. holiday season mm-hmm. with, like, really, uh, like, good energy. Oh, I want yeah. it to be really comfortable. And I want to sort of, like, plan ahead a little bit. Because yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes, like, like, things just go on and, like, you know, people are going to show up and I'm going to have, like, you know, like a holiday party or yeah. this and that. And I just... You, you know, I want things to be ready, and I want... You don't have a rush and, job. Yeah, and, I, yeah. And, and then I want, you know, I want it to look like at least I have something together. Like, I have my <laughs> life together a little bit. Uh, <laughs> right, just, and, a little, just a little on. Yeah. <laughs> just a little touch. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to, you know, I want to help uh, my uh, roommate Diane out 
um, as much as I can with just, like, making the home, like, a friendly, clean space. Mm. Um, and so I think this week is a good week to, like, really plan things out and prepare. Yeah. You and have a week. So I think that's yeah. ample time. I want, I want to be ready <laughs> for when, yeah, when, ready. The, when yes. the tree comes, when um, our guests come for, you know, when people are staying with us, all that stuff. That's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're being very intentional about yeah. that. That's important. It's good. It's actually, this is so good that I got this. Because it was like a reminder. I don't think I would have like spoken it yeah. like mm. that if yeah. I hadn't. Yeah. And now that you say it out loud. like Exactly. Now now, now it's you in, spoke my, it into in the front of my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure that, you know, I'm not over here. Yeah. <laughs> being negative ball of energy all yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go next. Yes. And just to switch it up, I'm going to do yeah. it there. My there is rest and unwind. Spend one hour or more offline doing nothing. Try being unproductive. So I actually <laughs> did this all weekend. So yeah. that's really <laughs> funny that I got this because... Um, I'm sure a lot of us out there, I'm very addicted to my phone, social media. <laughs> um, I love a, t- a good TikTok scroll, <laughs> session, scroll, scroll session yeah. until like 4 a.m. <laughs> I start getting that person like, yeah. hey, how about you put that phone down and go to sleep? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really try to practice that mm-hmm. this week, weekend, because I've been on a move and a lot, of, a lot has just been happening in life. And then I was having a good time doing that. And then, um, like, not going out, not trying to be part of whatever I'm trying to be part of. And I went downstairs last night at 1 a.m. to get a bottle of water. (laughs) And where I live is, like, the Times Square of Brooklyn. I don't know if anybody's (laughs) seen that meme. If you know, you know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Did you see her reaction? (laughs) Because I live there, too. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. There's a lot going on at all times. So when I went down there, I got got immediate FOMO. Because there was just so much at 1 a.m. I was like, what's going on? (laughs) And I went back and I was like, you know what? I need to rest and Mm. take time to myself. Anyway, I like to do nothing. I'm a very lazy. I have a very lazy spirit. So mm. when I when I'm doing nothing, I recharge. Cause that's you have like, a spirit of rest and relaxation. <laughs> is what it is. I, I mean, I can work hard when I when I need to, but essentially, I love to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it goes back to what you shared, where it's like sometimes when it's no or low pressure, yeah, you actually end up accomplishing what you wanted to do. Oh, because you're like doing it your own yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, get that. I feel that's, yeah. that's my yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally understand. Exactly. Okay. Don't so. you? Okay, so mine is um, reflect on your daily and nightly routine. Are there any lifestyle changes you would like to make? I think for me, I've been working every day to wake up at six. I. Wow. <laughs> I feel like. Because I feel like before it gets busy mm-hmm. or before people like speak with you or like you go about your day, I think there's beauty in having your own silence or your mm-hmm. own like yeah. mm-hmm. habit. Yeah. And adding on to that, I feel like there's power in writing mm-hmm. and like journaling. Oh, yeah. so you journal in the mornings? That's what I wish to work on. <laughs> That's what you wish to. Okay, okay. Yes, you because... Yeah. You know, I feel like... <laughs> Wait, so what do you do when you wake up at 6? Or, or in, in an... I, what? 
Is this, hy- <laughs> is, is, is this, this like hypothetical? Current? This is hypothetical. Lifestyle oh, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This has to happen. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, because I feel like it's kind of like a cute monologue to yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can write whatever you want to write. In a dream world. And flush it out. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. this is good because if you actually, like, wake up early and journal, you can write down mm-hmm. your dreams then. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I would love to start doing that. Yeah. But I wake do you up. Ha- do you have a dream diary? No. No. Mm-hmm. I wake up and I immediately have to go to work. Because <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't have time to myself at all. Yeah. Yeah. I rarely remember my dreams. It's, mm. yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So maybe we should all start implementing that. Yeah. Um, anything with like your night routine? waking up. Anything with my night routine? That you want to change? What is your night routine? Yeah. I'm curious. I want to know from everybody. All, I think we're all curious. I don't know why we got all silent, but... Like, <laughs> well, because I also, yeah. like, I cherish my, like, TikTok scrolling in bed. Cherish for, my TikTok. No, it's important. That's my it dissociation feels, it's, hour. It's, it's like yeah. your... Com- it's my comfort. Hour. It's like the best part of the night. You're yeah. like, you're like, you know. But I don't know. Do you get, like... I think my nightly routine is very simple. Um, I have my work... And I do like things I like to do. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing I would like to change in my nightly routine is actually like not using my phone or my mm. computer right before I sleep. Because I feel mm. like it's a lot of like, what's it called? Stimulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it impacts like your ability to sleep. I don't know. It, no, I, I mean, they that. say they I do. Heard, yeah. yeah. They say screens, you shouldn't have an hour. You should go an hour without screen time before you're to sleep. But I mean, like, you kind of, for me personally, how do you not use your phone for an hour <laughs> without sleeping? We're so, we're so poisoned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I have to make sure my alarm is, I guess yeah. you could do that. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough task, but I think mm-hmm. we all have the power to do that. Anyways. Because, Ellen, um, we've already touched on, you know, your journey so far, especially to this point where you are working and like you've overcome oh my gosh like I'm such a I'm not putting words in your mouth but <laughs> I'm such a failure mm. <laughs> or not even failure but like I, I what's wrong that. with me yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I've gotten to this point what is like the what is like your most favorite thing of what you do now professionally oh I'm I'm happy that I um have right now what people consider like a nine to five yeah. or whatever, because I started out really young in like restaurants mostly. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's an amazing way, restaurants and hospitality, amazing way to mm-hmm. uh, make money. And yeah. if you're good at it, it's, it's, it's honestly like, I think it's one of the more underrated fields. Yes. I think people, it teaches you so um, much. It does. I think people look down on it in a certain way mm-hmm. or, or they just don't see themselves. And I'm like, you don't even understand how much skill really yes. goes into some of these mm. um, industry people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the the my main issue with that, because frankly, I would have, I honestly might have done it as a career, like gone that route, mm. um, is that it is really hard on you physically. 
I'm not. You did talk about this last time. I'm not a strong person physically, (laughs) um, which is fine. I'm just not built that way. And I'm like, I, I can do every, you know, I can do the talking, the like, the upselling, (laughs) the like, like for me, like it was like one of the best jobs I've had. Um, but it is not something that I want to like put myself in when I'm like, and stay in that arena when I'm, like, you know, 40 and up. And it's, mm-hmm. like, that is hard. Your back is, like, it's, you know, it's not Labor. good. It's not, and then yeah. and then most of these jobs, you know, they don't give you health insurance. So it's, like, whatever. So I really messed up. once yeah. I started the whole kind of art world uh, mm-hmm. journey and, you know, I got my degree and I was, like, ready to kind of move on, I was, like, okay, so I need to, like, kind of rethink what my career is going to mm-hmm. look like. I took the first job that was offered to me. Okay. Uh, because I, I think a lot of them because did I, I needed to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, no one else is paying my rent. Yeah. And, um, and it's just, it's so funny. Like you need to caveat that as a New Yorker. <laughs> For real, because <laughs> let me tell you, all these people who have also recently graduated, yeah. Um, I'm telling you, a lot of them do have other people paying their rent, which is told, you know what? That's it's fine. the New York City. Yeah. I I don't have like it's not personal. Yeah. yeah. But it just makes the competition really difficult. Mm-hmm. And so And a lot of people have connections, huh? Well, you just have to expect to get underpaid is yeah. really the bottom yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously like you have to think long term and so I know that with the specific position I'm in, it's a smaller company and even though my role is entry level, I'm doing mm-hmm. a lot. And so I think as long as I get compensated accordingly and mm-hmm. I get regular raises which is what's happening right now oh. and I I feel like I have a boss who respects me mm-hmm. um, and so you know really I'm happy with having this kind of even though I feel like I've started later than my mm-hmm. peers mm-hmm. Um, I feel good about mm-hmm. kind you of should. being in this where spot where you know yeah. I go to work every day I feel like my performance is good enough mm-hmm. or I feel a certain level mm-hmm. of job security even though it's the arts mm. and the arts are crazy. It's just like, a, mm. it's the wild west, um, specifically in like the department that I'm in. I don't, I don't want to go too much into it, but mm. it's really wild. And I think the main takeaway just for audiences who are maybe like curious, cause I think the arts are a field where like a lot of people want to get into, yeah. but it's really kind of murky water sometimes. Um, I will say that, at every level, mm-hmm. people are looking to buy art, whether it's, like... Because I think people really get caught up in, like, these really big, like, you know, Sotheby's or Christie's or, like, some celebrity who, oh, you know, spends, mm-hmm. like, gazilli- like millions yeah. of dollars. And that's super cool. Like, that stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole, like, middle to low-end market okay. uh, that I didn't really understand until I took the job that I have. Yeah. And it's and just as valid as... Well, mm-hmm. it's it's just that it's it exists. And yeah. so it's like, it's like, there's only so many yeah. hundred million dollar paintings that can yeah. be... Well, you know, only, yeah. only a very, like, a small amount of people have that kind of money. Yeah. But, you know, clearly there's still you know, people who are trying to be art collectors and art dealers, et cetera. Mm. But, like, you know, you kind of have to start So I have a question. Like, what is the beauty of art collection versus someone who is an artist? Okay, so those are, like, basically... um, (laughs) They're basically, like, two sides of the same coin. So, uh, no, artists are... 
I don't primarily deal with artists. Artists are like the creators of items that um, me or other people will sell. Mm -hmm. And that is, I never had, um, I never took like an art practice class. Mm. Um, What's an art practice class? Like like someone who who gets an MFA or something. So someone who, yeah. Um, uh, people like me or, or in the industry I'm in, they're not art creators, they're art sellers. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> art collectors mm-hmm. and dealers yeah. are the ones who, first of all, look at the market as well as their own interests, mm-hmm. like what they personally like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, if I collect or mm-hmm. basically buy up, um, a certain artist or a certain type of art, blah 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 um, they will then uh, and it could be like years from now you know mm-hmm. uh, resell it yeah. and you're putting tr- you know it's like a t- form of investment I guess mm-hmm. what I'm that makes me think about like we see now that NFTs right they're like digital mm-hmm. art mm-hmm. Yeah. so do you see do you see yourself trans- transitioning or do you see like there's space for auctioning or dealing art digitally or like is it what is yeah i mean like? it's it's already happened yeah. i'm not well versed in it okay. i really am not okay um i know that i think the question is not like because I, I think what people used to say mm-hmm. when nfts first started being yeah. a thing is like oh my god they're so great like this is such a, you know, uh, novel thing that yeah. I think people were questioning, like, is this actually valid? And yeah. then all these crypto people are like, <laughs> duh, like, people. we're making so much money off of it. Like, how? Yeah. And I think now it's like, yes, like, NFTs are a legitimate, uh, you know, form of art, and there's a ways yeah. to sell it. But legally, mm-hmm. yeah. it's uh, being, I think, currently discussed as to, like, what it's going to look like for the future but it that actually just validates it more Mm because i know that um you know larger auction houses and galleries like they already have like you know lawyers and people lined up ready Mm. to be a whole department for Mm. this thing Mm. that's new that i i again do not know a lot when the, when the time comes, the time will come. Um, I think more. that mm-hmm. if you understand them and you can make money off of them, mm-hmm. go for it. You think it will lessen the value of paintings now, of physical paintings, or will like uh, disrupt the industry? You know, it's. I think all the disruption that can be done has probably already been done. Uh, <laughs> I don't anticipate mm-hmm. like this, like. Like a third wave of revolution. some, yeah. you know, I mean, if it happens, I'm sure it'll happen in a different form. Okay. Maybe like we'll get some super NFT. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> super NFT. Really don't know. I feel like here's the thing is like the interesting about art mm. is that certain mediums are always challenged. Like even aside for NFTs, like photography. Exactly. Yeah. For a yeah. long time, photography was questioned as like, is it art? Oh, okay. So I think that's so interesting about art mm-hmm. or like what dictates art. Mm-hmm. What medium is a credible art? How does it get valuable? Like, what exactly. makes it valuable? So you're asking yeah. a really profound question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, yeah. I have a question for you, which is, like, I feel like sometimes people say, like, what you learn at work extends to what you learn, what how you move your personal life. Yeah. So I was curious if, yeah, because you have an interesting kind of role in the art world where 
you have an intersection of like business and art yeah like appreciating art but there's like a business component to it totally so i was curious like does that ever extend to your personal life or like have you found yourself well, like different i think this is a good time for me to just do like a little reality check on myself <laughs> and remind everyone that yeah i'm still really early on in my career it's, yeah. Yeah. it's still an entry-level position that involves a lot of um it's it's still customer facing yeah which i think everyone can kind of um, really infer that mm. uh that's very typical and generally the more you move away from customer facing uh the more and maybe more towards like client facing or, or etc uh you you're kind of moving on up right so like mm. that has that will eventually happen with me mm. but, but <laughs> what i mean to say is that yeah uh, when you ask about my personal life yeah it's really not so much um the art itself because i do mm. have certain interests that will it'll inter- intersect with my work life so i'll be able to like see something really cool that we have in our inventory and i'll be able to be like wow this is something that like I might know a tiny bit of history on it, mm-hmm. but I want to do mm-hmm. more research. And this yeah. kind of overall helps um, us maybe sell the item. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But I will say, as someone who has worked in customer service for so incredibly long, um, yeah. uh, you, know, you. You, know, yeah. you know what you know what influences my personal life what? is uh, when someone <laughs> like rips me a new one over the phone or something like that. Mm. Like, I think that is the... M- biggest challenge of me kind of starting my career later in life Mm. is because um and like the parts that do kind of make me feel like I might compare myself to others even Mm. though I know that I'm on the journey I'm supposed to be on yeah Mm -hmm. but it's natural feeling yeah it's definitely like that's the thing that like um uh kind of gets me Mm -hmm. uh is um the way (laughs) people think that they can treat uh, customer service workers. Yeah, is, um, that is so real. It's, it's yeah. not. It's not service every single industry. person, mm. but when it happens, again, mm. rare. But when it happens, because it does happen every mm. like once in a blue moon, <laughs> I and you know because I'm like mm. a pretty sensitive person. Yeah. Um, we're all. I feel like we. Yeah. All are. That shit gets me. Yeah. Where I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, I'm too old for that. You know, mm-hmm. all those negative thoughts really get triggered mm-hmm, by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my main sort of like. That's personal <laughs> to me. Yeah. To me, that's yeah. like that's how it intersects. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you for sharing and um, giving us a little insight on how you balance personal and business um so with, I know a lot of people out there work in the service industry and how t- we I know both of us both yeah. work in the service industry how do you like what is your self-care practice you know like after you get that call like you mentioned yeah, yeah. on a rare day or having a rough day <laughs> in yeah. general depending yeah. on how rough my day is mm-hmm. I cry Okay. And if I need to, if I need to call a friend and like mm. cry on the phone, I will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will. It's never too. And you long. say it's so cute too. I know. Well, I'm like, it's so if, if I'm really like, I think that if you're really like having a day where like something really frustrating happened, yeah. no matter what, um, there is no sense in keeping it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it just it, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah. I'm a big on sort of like 
releasing things out and also most importantly is like letting your support system whoever that is Mm -hmm. know what what is happening right then yeah Mm because i think you will be so surprised like if even if it's whether it's just like a small thing Mm -hmm. or this like bigger problem Mm -hmm. um i think that if you truly have people who care about you you will be so shocked at like how giving and generous uh, people are with yeah. their support because I really think good. you guys might really like sometimes it's hard to ask people for help yeah or be, you know be a certain way I would suffer yes. before yes. asking no but like <laughs> someone for assistance once like you know if if it if it can't be held inside it just needs to go out somewhere um <laughs> no that is so valid yeah, yeah. yeah I think we all just kind you of try to, to yeah. lean on people because if you don't yourself. do that you will like just feel like shit for like like in yeah. in a way that's yeah. could be resolved mm-hmm. uh hopefully <laughs> yeah. 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 i think I also i gain a lot of peace um with our cat at home Aww. i think that emotional I support for real oh, yeah. insert a pic yeah of the cat. i did not realize how this is not my cat this is my roommate's cat but like we share a home <laughs> so it's your cat yeah this cat has such a great personality and he's very clean and i think i just didn't realize because i'm not a he's huge, very clean I, i'm not a huge animal person yeah. so i didn't know how much like real peace and love he would bring yeah um mm-hmm. but he does it's Aww. like it's like emotional support animal no joke. what's your cat's name emotional support animal. my cat's name is chi chi okay short for mariachi wait now that i think about it i remember chi chi Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chichi was so cute. Yeah. I miss Chichi too. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little tuxedo cat. Yeah. We got him from an adoption event, mm. and he's like the light of our lives. Okay. Um, so letting your emotions out and being around a good your animal. Pet. Yeah. And then the last thing is that I'm the kind of person where I I can do casual. I like a dive bar. I like calm. <laughs> I like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I am kind of a sucker for like going out somewhere nice with my friends enjoying good food and wine and all that stuff I think because I worked in the service industry for so long Mm -hmm. so I kind of um being catered to yeah I just kind of got used to it um so (laughs) I think some people like they go out to restaurants and um like really like love everything about the whole experience and I think I'm one of those people uh it's not great for your wallet but it's it, it is a form of like treating yourself in a very reasonable kind yeah. of way mm-hmm. and it's um, valuable to you so it's worth it exactly yeah, yeah. well thank yes. you that was great and those are wonderful gems yeah no that, that's really good <laughs> she's been dropping gems all episodes so thank you ellen yes, guys thanks for having me of course this is um, really fun yes no and to end the show we re- we wanted to pull out the yes. affirmation deck just a little positivity to, you know, walk with. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to pull a card. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are so you I ready, just, Ellen? Yeah, I'm ready. I just choose one? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I want this. And once again, we're going to add the details of this card deck <laughs> in the bio. Wow. Do I read it out loud? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my card says, I am transformed. That is so crazy. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happened with our last guest. Yeah. It was so applicable. Yeah. It is. Uh, I see the beauty of change. Everything I have been through transformed me into who I am today. 
So true. I am That's so much braver. I am so much more caring. I am so much more emotionally intelligent. I am so much more open. I will continue changing and improving. I am transformed. That is beautiful. You trusted the process wow. and got you here. That's sweet. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, okay. Wait. You wanna, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mine is I'm open. Uh, vulnerability is my strength, not my weakness. My openness attracts those who are beneficial to my highest good. When I lean into my feelings, I'm honoring my truth. When I communicate my feelings in a loving way, I'm speaking my truth. I'm open. That is so interesting because you were sharing with us, ask for help. Yeah. Like reach out to people, mm-hmm. you know? So this is a note to me. You yeah. Know? <laughs> to yeah, because yeah, I like how open you were about expressing your feelings and like yeah, and you, knowing your support system. Yeah, and you know, not putting them to use, but you know, you know, appreciating them for the, yeah. what they bring to your life. Yes, so that's a lesson for us all. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Um, I actually got this card the last time. I'm going to read it again. No way. That's a real sign. Is that a reminder from the universe? <laughs> yes. I think so. Um, my card reads, I am connected. I have more in common with others than I realize. I see commonality with people rather than focusing on outward differences. I am connected. I didn't want to pick out another card because going into this, once again, I, I told you, this is my first time meeting Ellen in person. I was nervous. I'm not the mm. most social person, so I was nervous on I'm how we were, how I was gonna like this, have flow. this interact and yeah, mm. flow well. Yeah, <laughs> and through this whole conversation, I um, learned that we have a lot in common, mm. and um, <laughs> we actually yeah. connected really easily. So yeah, yeah. thank you. Well, that's wonderful. Yes. And then now you guys are gonna meet in Times Square. Yeah. Times Square is in Brooklyn. Yeah, we're neighbors. We'll see the lights. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Um. Anyways, if you know, you know. If you know. We should put a picture that. Like we need people to know. Um. Yeah. Um. Any last remarks? Just Any. that I have had the best time. You guys are really amazing, gracious hosts. Oh, Aww. thank you. And um, <laughs> like you both have a really generous spirit. So that is so sweet. I really um, <laughs> like this. Is like such a like nice change from my day to day for me. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it was like a fun little special event. So I'm really, yes. I'm really happy. And um, I think we're all gonna hang out all the time now. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> we are. That's me, like get food, manifesting. <laughs> no, trust me, I'm yeah. so down for that. Um, just ask you one last question. Yeah. Um, what would you tell yourself five years from now? My future self. Yeah, your future mm-hmm. self. Oh my goodness. Um, I hope that you are. Uh, as happy and peaceful as you can be. Um, I hope that things have progressed in your career and your personal life mm-hmm. um, to a level that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you are still uh, taking care of your family in a way that's productive. Um, and I hope that uh, I hope that you're not burnt out. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Wait, how would you? Rough. 
Wait, so maybe we do another one? Kind of adding on to Allison's question, like, what would you tell yourself five, ten years before? Or, like, five years before? Yeah. Five years yeah. ago? Like, yeah. Yeah, your past. Okay, yeah. so five years ago, I was <laughs> redacted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, messy, messy girl. I would tell her... <laughs> I would tell her... Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you're doing your own way. So I respect that. Um, you should probably drink a little less. Oh, yeah, yeah that's um, important. But also, <laughs> that is right now, you're <laughs> discovering kind of what you like and don't like about life and being an adult, etc. And you should know that everything really is going to be okay. Like, yes. it really, really, really is. Oh, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. All you early 20-something, we the all world begin. is not going to come crashing down. Like Well, it, it feels like it <laughs> yeah. When, you're, yeah, when you're in it. When so. you're in the thick of it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, thank you, Ellen, so much for your time. Um, when, if there's anything um, that you want the people to know or, like, follow you or support... Um, yeah. If you want to share. I'm not a big social media person. Mm -hmm. Um, it might be hard for people to find me, which is on purpose. Um, (laughs) Anonymous. But, yeah, but I hope that, um, everyone who listens to this, um, uh, you know, comes away with mostly positive yeah. Things. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sensitive, so uh, if you're mean, just think it to yourself. Yeah, just, <laughs> just keep it to yourself, please. Um. <laughs> Not that that would ever happen. Yeah, yeah no, um, it won't. It won't happen. But you know, but yeah, we're all human. Yeah, and we didn't come here like you know. Yeah. 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 No, this is a good energy space. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Thank you for tuning in once again. You can follow Just Flow with um, Ali and SJ on all platforms: YouTube, mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, TikTok, um, mm-hmm. and all of our profiles will be linked below. Yeah. yeah, and thank you so much, Ellen. Like we had a wonderful time. Yes. No, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. This is perfect.